Every single one of us have it, especially women. We're so intuitive. Intuition is our like our inner guidance system that can guide us in life and to make decisions and tap into energy and interact with the world. So we all have access to it. For people that aren't too familiar with it, it could be something simple as when you go into a room or a party and it's like such good vibes and you want to stay and you're like, this is awesome. Or on the flip side, it could be when you meet someone and you just get that pit in your stomach feeling like, "Mm, I don't know about this. Welcome to the Confidence Council podcast. This show is designed for high achieving women who despite having a great life, just know that they're destined for more. Whether you aren't sure what that next level is, or you have an idea, but the vision feels out of reach, then this podcast is for you. My name is Monica Burkoff. I'm a trial lawyer, a mom, and a wife. And I'm here because I know from my own experience that feeling stuck or unfulfilled does not have to be your reality. With a positive mindset and the right counsel, you too can create the life of your dreams. My hope and intention for this podcast is that you walk away feeling confident, motivated, and inspired to embrace your authentic self and to take bold action toward your dream life. Are you ready to get started? All rise. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Monica. I have such a special treat for you today. It's an inspiring conversation with a phenomenal life healer and intuitive coach, Cassandra Rosa. Just want to give you a quick reminder. So the mission of this podcast is to help you find fulfillment, to help you live in alignment, and to help you live your best and most purposeful soul-aligned life. And the number way to figure out what that is for you, what is alignment, what is fulfilling to your soul is to connect to your intuition, that inner voice and that inner guidance system. We all have it, but most of us are not tapping into it on a daily basis. So if you find yourself in the constant hustle and bustle of life, or you're living on autopilot, or you just feel stuck or unfulfilled, It's likely because you've been neglecting your intuition or you're inadvertently drowning it out just by the hustle and bustle of life. Think of intuition as your personal superpower. It's that quiet, wise friend within you who always knows the right path, even when the external world seems completely chaotic and out of sorts. Connecting with your intuition isn't just about making decisions. It's about reclaiming your power. It's about stepping into the fullness of who you are and living a life that is truly just resonates with your heart and soul. Today, you guys, isn't just a podcast episode. It's an invitation to tap into your intuition, to rediscover that inner compass within you that might be a little bit dusty. And that's okay. It's ready to guide you toward a life that's authentically yours, whenever you're ready to tap into it. So stay tuned. It's an eye-opening conversation. It's a short one, but it goes straight to the point because at the end of the day, you don't need anything other than yourself to tap into this superpower. And at the end of the episode, Cassandra actually pulls a card for me and for you 
So if you're ready to hear the message and you're ready to tap into your intuitive power, let's dive in. I am so excited to share that I have Cassandra Rosa on the show with me today. Cassandra is a Reiki master, an award-winning speaker and author. Cassandra also hosts a personal development and business podcast called Fulfilled Female Entrepreneur. We feel like super soul aligned with like both of our missions and everything that we wanted to talk about. So I'm so excited to have had the opportunity to connect with you and that we get to do this today. So Cassandra, why don't we start off by you telling the listeners in your own words who you are and a little bit about your journey of what, what brought you to where you are in this moment. Yeah, of course. But I want to thank you for having me on your podcast. I totally feel the alignment and I'm so excited for this conversation. Yay! Um, But like Monica said, I'm Cassandra Rosa. I am a certified life coach, healer, intuitive business coach. The mission behind all that I do is to help people to create fulfilling lives in impactful businesses. Um, And a little bit about the journey. So from a very young age, I knew I wanted to make a difference in the world. I didn't know what that meant. I went to school for psychology. And halfway through my degree, I just felt like there was something more outside of the mainstream ways of being a teacher, psychologist. So I finished my degree. I ended up volunteering in Namibia, Africa for a few weeks. And that's where I fell in love with mentorship. I just loved helping just share insightful knowledge with people and seeing those light bulb moments. But like everything, you know, when the trip come to the end, I had a huge now what moment, what am I going to do with my life? I had no idea what that meant. I was so lost, depressed, anxious, confused, and totally stuck about what I was going to do. But my family had an insurance business, and they still do, and they really wanted me to take it over. So I thought, okay, I'll make a lot of money, and then I'll make a foundation one day, and I'll make a difference. So I tried the insurance thing, was in corporate, and I just felt myself daydreaming about helping people. And I had no idea what that meant. If there was like a thought bubble coming out of my head, it was like question marks all all up in there. But I don't know if I was young and naive, but I ended up leaving insurance and just fell into personal development for myself, took a bunch of courses while I was, you know, uh, working in sales and marketing for Nespresso for five years. And it was just such a powerful journey in which I started to learn more about myself and I started to heal myself. And I realized like, this is the way that I can make an impact in the world. It's like the psychologist and teacher I wanted to be was, you know, created this beautiful career, but it was all on my own terms. So from the time I decided I wanted to go on my own and create my own business, within six months, I became a full-time entrepreneur. And I then took my laptop when I quit my full-time job and traveled and was building my coaching business. So it's just been such an amazing journey the past five years doing this. And it just really lights me up with the amount of fulfillment I have with what I do and having conversations like this. And I just want it for everybody to be able to make those daydreams a reality, all that stuckness, all that confusion, all that lostness to transform from that to making an impact on the world in their own unique way. What triggered the personal development journey and like the courses and all of that like inward work? Yeah, it's so funny. So in insurance, I had to do all these questionnaires um, to be able to become in insurance. And I reconnected with someone I went to university with. And he was like, hey, maybe you should go to this networking event. Um, I want to, you know, my dear friends is hosting it. It's all about women. It's entrepreneurs. You could meet a lot of potential clients there. So I ended up going to this like, networking event 
thinking, okay, I'm going to connect with a lot of cool people and maybe get potential clients out of it. And I met my first business partner there and she was speaking and she was talking about Africa and we just resonated so well. So I met her and we got talking and she's kind of telling me about the whole personal development world. And we ended up creating our first company when I was 20 years old, doing a vision board workshops with kids in community centers. So it's oh kind of her and just all of that, like that world and that networking event that I just happened to like stumble to on the other end of the city um, that really started to intru- get me kind of with my feet wet in, in this whole personal development world. Wait, so you said that at 20 years old, you started a business with a woman you met at a networking event, and it's to help teach kids how to do vision boards and community yeah. centers. That is such yeah. a beautiful yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's so incredible. So you already had that like entrepreneurial kind of itch, like super early on. So then, okay, yeah. so then you go from that, you didn't quit your job to do that. To that no, job. I was doing that simultaneously. You know, when you create a business initially and you think, oh, I should have a business plan, a website. Like I was doing it, I don't want to say all wrong, but you know, in the mo- not most optimal way. So it was like a passion project more than anything. So I did that while I was working in sales and marketing and developing myself, taking all the personal development courses and yeah. So then tell us when, how the book came about. So the book was something that I had always been on my vision board of becoming an author, um, my former business partner and people in my network network that I met at all these courses had a book and I was like, hmm, I should probably start one. So I was in meditating one day and I got this like strong pull of it's time to write the book. So I ended up um, connecting with a publisher that's based out of here in Toronto that actually wrote the For Dummies um, entrepreneur book and Chicken Soup for the Soul Canada. Wow. I'm Canadian. Um, and I realized, okay, like, let's get this book done. Let's get it out to the world. And uh, at that point is like when I was kind of in the beginning of my, my business and I started to formulate this book based on helping people find clarity in their like now what moments, their confused moments when they're stuck and lost. So it, it's really a guide and a workbook almost in a way to help people to shift from now what, what am I going to do with my life needing clarity to be able to start taking action towards those things that you daydream about in the back of your mind. Unbelievable. So you, you, you hammered out this book and while you're working full time as well, and this was at Nespresso or somewhere else? Yeah. Full time at Nespresso. I was building my business, working on the book and I was doing a bunch of certification courses. Don't ask me how I did it, (laughs) but (laughs) I just had a big drive of, you know, changing people's lives and changing mine in a way to have that space so I could do it full time. So when you said that that kind of download came in when you were meditating, did you feel like the rest of the book kind of flowed out in a similar way or, or did it take like actual, like, you know, like stamina and like, you know, discipline to like show up and write the words? And It was a bit of both. It was a really interesting journey writing the book. It took me about a couple of years to be able to do it. And I think it was interestingly right before the pandemic um, that I was writing this book. And I think it took a little bit longer than expected because I had to learn even more lessons to include in the book itself. So, Wow, that's incredible. So something that I really wanted to connect with you on is just this whole concept of connecting to intuition. Mm -hmm. seems like you are a pro at that. And I, I guess before we get too into it, what is intuition? Every single one of us have it. 
especially women, we're so intuitive. Intuition is our inner guide, like our inner guidance system that can guide us in life and to make decisions and tap into energy and interact with the world. So we all have access to it. For people that aren't too familiar with it, it could be something simple as when you go into a room or a party and it's like such good vibes and you want to stay and you're like, this is awesome. Or on the flip side, it could be when you meet someone and you just get that pit in your stomach thing like, mm, I don't know about this. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, so that's intuition. All right. Like okay. that could be intuition. It could be like a feeling of like it's your your, your gut. The how your gut speaks to you could be another way that you could kind of explain it. So like when you're making decisions, it's like, yeah, this feels right or uh, I don't think that feels right. That could be kind of that connection with your gut is another way that you can interact with it. We all have it. Um, it's whether we choose to access it and um, expand upon it and be open to receiving that even further. Um, that That's where the personal choice comes into it. So So it seems like probably most of us are in our heads and intuition is more like in your body, like feeling, feeling the feelings. Like I, like I can say like walking into a room, your parents were just fighting and, but you don't hear anything, but you could feel it. Like you could Mm -hmm. feel the tension, right? Is that like an intuition? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Like your gut. People can say, follow your gut. That's another way that people can feel in their gut and their heart really depends um, on your human design. That's a whole other conversation Mm -hmm. about your where your inner guidance system, your intuition can, you can feel it in your body, but yes, uh, your heart, your gut, that's often helps. So let's say someone is like, I don't get those hits. I don't know what you're talking about. How do I connect with my intuition? Yeah, it could be a small whisper that you might not even be aware of. So I would even have it as playing a game in the morning. What should I eat for breakfast? Give yourself two options. Should I have eggs or should I have pancakes? And just see where you feel like what decision you should make. What feel, what draws you. Could be that draw too is another way to explain it. That you feel magnetized to something or like extremely focused on something. But it's not like a head focus. It's a heart focus. That could be another way to assess it. Are there ways to like strengthen that muscle? Like you said, the game in the morning. Are there other ways like throughout the day to enhance it even more? Yeah. There's so many intuitive tools out there like cards, like Oracle cards, angel cards, tarot cards, um, pendulums. So it's like, I don't have one here, but like a crystal at the bottom and it kind of swings in the direction, um, in a direction to kind of give you clarity with a decision. Um, you could use muscle testing with your body. So your body naturally will guide you in a specific way. It's different kind of for everyone, but just, you could ask yourself, Maybe we can do it here Yeah, with you. So like ask yourself, um, you could stand up and do it. Or you could sit and do it. Um, you could ask yourself, my na- like just relax your body and just say like, my name is Monica and just see what way your body naturally leans. My name is Monica. This way. Okay. So that's your yes. Now okay. say my name is Cassandra and see how your body leans. My name is Cassandra. Okay, I'm going a little this way. Weird. Okay. Is it, is that in my head or is that a thing? No. Yeah. Okay. Natural. So it's muscle testing. So we all are intuitive. We feel it in our bodies, like you said. So our bodies are trying to tell us about making decisions, right? So even do it again and based on the color of shirt that you're wearing. Okay. I'm, well, I am wearing a black shirt for context. So I'm going to say I'm wearing a red shirt. Whoa, weird. Okay. Weird. But, but. How much of that is in my head? I mean, I'm not, 
because my before you even leaning. think about it, you were leaning. Yeah. You're not thinking about it, right? So even when you stand, because we're sitting and recording, it's a little bit different. When you stand, it's even more obvious. Mm. And your body is naturally showing you and being a guidance system for yourself. So that's something that I love too. So like if I'm shopping or if I have to make a, a rash decision, like a quick decision and I like even, yeah, shopping for, you know, should I buy this bag or that bag? Like just allowing your body to guide you of what's going to be the best choice. So that's a way... Um, meditation obviously is a beautiful way to connect with your intuition. So, you know, being in that meditative state, you're out of your head, you're into your body, your soul, connecting with your higher self or whatever, um, you know, beings, angels, guides, whatever you want to connect with. Those are beautiful ways to access your intuitive power. So the list goes on and on, but those are some of my favorites. So tell me a little bit about your meditative practice. What does it look like? So I do like a tune in meditation every day in which like I channel like information for the day, what I should be focused on, what messages I'm meant to receive. So that's like a shorter practice in the beginning of the day. And then I also meditate at night. I do a sleep meditation to help me get into a deep sleep and then also to program my subconscious mind because that's such a powerful time um, because our mind is so open to receiving programming. So um, I do a lot of different meditations that say positive affirmations. So like last night I did one about like healing, happiness. So it'll get me into like a sleep state and then program my mind while I sleep. Mm. So I use Insight Timer. It's my favorite app, but there's like thousands and thousands of meditations on there that are for free that you can access and play with for sure. So I started doing that too. And and I think my like, so my husband he falls asleep really quickly, but I think he woke up for a second and like went to the bathroom and he laid back down. There's like a, it sounds like a woman like whispering in my ear and he was like, what the hell, what the hell is that? I'm like, no, oh, just positive affirmations or don't worry about it. And then he's like, oh, and then I like kind of fell back asleep. But um, yeah, it's super soothing. I like insight timer too. I highly mm-hmm. recommend. But what I didn't, what I didn't fully grasp is like this morning meditation. So what do you mean when you say like you're tuning in, you're asking for these things? Are you asking out loud? Yeah. Are you writing it down? Is it a guided? Mm-hmm. Tell me everything. Yeah. So in the beginning, when I was new to meditation, I did a lot of guided meditations using that app, YouTube, all that. Now it just kind of get my body into like a relaxed state And then I like set an intention. So like, what am I meant to focus on today? Or if there's a certain area in my life I want to focus on, like what guidance am I meant to receive? Um, And then I have my pen and my, my notebook and I just start like channel writing, like writing down information that I'm receiving in that state. So I use that for like everything, especially for business. Once I incorporated that in terms of me being like, Uh, me being like a channel of information for my business and using that practice, it's been so powerful um, to be able to receive that information. So for people that are new to meditation, I definitely recommend using more of a guided one to allow you to um, unlock that powerful, you know, uh, inner guidance system being your intuition. But now down the line, because I've meditated so much, that's kind of what my practice looks like. So you are meditating, you get into like that zoned in state. And then after a some period of time you open your eyes and you start writing like as the downloads are coming in. And this has happened every single time, like without fail. In the beginning, it took a little bit of practice, like any tool to be able to get out of your head and into your heart and your body. Right. So the more that you practice to get out of your head, the more that you're open to receive those messages. So if you have all these beliefs of, "Eh, I don't know about channeling, I don't know if I can do this. 
ah, this is hard, right? Like that's going to stop you. And even in my meditative journey, that's where I started. I'm like meditation, you know, I can't quiet my mind. But the more that I practiced practice meditating of just connecting with my breath or breathing into my body or imagining light moving through my body. When I started to believe that I could meditate and believe that I could receive the information, now at this point, that's why I can use practices like that to help me in my life and my business. How long did it take you to get to this point? Time. Time is so interesting. Hmm. That's a good question. I would... It doesn't have to, like, I don't want to say, in in my experience, it didn't take me as long, but I think it's because I saw the value of it and I um, took a lot of practice to do that. For some people, it might be different based on how deep-rooted the belief systems and the blocks are about their ability to receive and to meditate and, and stuff like that. So, you know, having these practices, especially with accessing your intuition, it's not one size fits all. So I think it for all the listeners, it's important to take what resonates, leave the rest when it comes to all these beautiful ways to access your intuition and just play and be playful and open with it. And then that's when you can hyperspeed your results for accessing uh, these powerful tools. I love that. And when you say like channeling and intuition, Mm -hmm. but you've also mentioned like guides and angels, are you, is that all one and the same? I see it as different. Um, So there's so many different things that we can tap into and access within us. I think that the universe, that the world is so vast and there's so many ways and certain people resonate with specific energies, right? Some people access past lives. Some people access their ancestors, past loved ones, guides, angels, fairies, all these different beings, right? So I would just lean into the curiosity of which one of those makes you a little bit, whoo, what is that? I want to play with that more and kind of connect that way and use apps like Insight Timer to be able to to consciously learn the process of connecting with those beings. I love that. So one of the other ways that you said that you connect with your intuition is Reiki. Mm -hmm. I don't know much about Reiki. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so Reiki is an ancient Japanese healing modality in which that the Reiki practitioner is a channel for love and light energy. So there's different symbols that you can access that you can use for a patient. So kind of like how you would get a massage, if you're in the physical sense, you would show up for a Reiki treatment. Um, you're not; It's not like a touch um, modality, but you're essentially focusing on specific areas of the body and sending love and light energy with different intentions. So for example, if you were to receive a treatment, you would go as if you were getting a massage and you're saying, you know what, like there's a certain area in my life where I'm feeling like there's a block or there's some physical tension. So it could be physical, mental, emotional, something that you're going through that you're wanting um, assistance with using Reiki, which is an energy healing modality because emotions are energy in motion, right? So you can access emotional, physical aspects using energy to help you to clear them and process them through the body. So that was one of the ways that I deeply started to connect with my intuition and understand energy energy, um, in my experience, was Reiki. It was a huge one for me, and it is for a lot of people. It's a very powerful uh, modality within the energy healing. Can you do a Reiki energy healing virtually? Yeah. Yeah, you can, because energy 
energy is everywhere, right? We're sitting on a chair. It's made of energy. You can feel my energy. I can feel your energy just sitting here, right? So Mm -hmm. you can definitely um, do it virtually. And I would say most of the energy healing sessions or Reiki sessions that I've done has all been virtually. Wow. And have you, do you have any stories that you can share of, um, of experience that you've had done doing like a Reiki healing of whether it was like a breakthrough or like some pain or just anything that I just would be curious Mm -hmm. to hear of, of me facilitating it or me receiving it or either. Yeah. There's so many. So I'm trying to pinpoint one. So I had a, one of my clients and she was going through a breakup and obviously her heart was in lots of pain and she wanted help just to feel better, to feel more relaxed, feel more at ease. So I remember doing the session for her and there was tears in her eyes. So physically she was feeling a release. She was feeling lighter. Her whole body was relaxed and she started to just feel in this place of being helpless to being empowered to make a change. And it was all through energy. There weren't words. There wasn't anything like that. So it was a huge breakthrough for her. That's the first one that comes to mind. So does the client actually do something or do they sit there and you do all the work? I do the energy work and they sit and they receive. Um, And then afterwards, we'll kind of share their experiences. So I remember with her, she was seeing light. She was feeling um, my presence almost physically there with her. She was feeling much more relaxed as I was focusing on the different areas and we weren't even on camera and she could tell when she could feel the energy when I was at the top of her head or I was at her feet. Maybe that's what we worked together for a long time or she was very intuitive and open to receiving it, but that was what her experience was like. But it can be different from everyone. Some people, most people that are having their first treatment just feel like so relaxed and at ease. Other people see colors or they'll have their own meditative downloads in a way while they're there or their body will feel hot, cold, twitch, um, or just feel like heat and energy leaving their body. So it's different for everyone depending on how tapped in and tuned in they are to their own intuition as well. And so what, this might be a dumb question, but like what happens to that energy that like, say like, you know, the broken heart energy, you don't absorb that, do you? Where does it go? Um, So for something like um, what the intention of releasing, it'll just like release out into the, to the room, to the ethers, like out of the person's body. But say, for example, they're like, Hey, you know, I'm doing a launch for my business. I really just want to feel powerful. And I want to focus on that. It could be like amplifying the energy. It really depends on the intention of the client. Wow. That is really, and how many like sessions does it take to feel it? Is it immediate? It depends. It depends on how deep we got to go. Right. Like if you're having, you know, um, a belief to kind of leave your mind might be different than if you're processing like a big trauma that's, or like something that is more ancestral and deeper and rooted. So it really depends on the, the intention. And is it draining for you as the person doing it? No. Imagine like I am like the channel for energy. So I'm just the middle person. Oh, Oh, interesting. Okay. So some of, one of the other ways you talked about connecting to your intuition is like Oracle cards. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about those too? Yeah. So there's so many different types of cards, lesson cards, Oracle cards, tarot cards, angel cards. So they're often like beautiful. I have some here. We can do one after if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it depends on who created them, the intention, what they're for, but they will often have a picture or a saying or a mantra. Um, and you would take the cards and you would set an intention into them and then you would shuffle them. Some people fan them out so they see all the options. Sometimes the card will fly out of the deck or it'll be sticking out. Um, so the person that's reading them is kind of looking at what's drawing your intention, what's meant to come through based on that intention. And then you'll see the card and sometimes you'll pick up your more your own interpretation and other times they have books. Most decks come with books with in-depth readings, um, uh, descriptions of what the card is meant to mean. So do you typically ask a question before pulling a card or what is like the process? Yeah, an intention. So say, for example, what message am I meant to hear right now? So just think about that while I'm holding the cards and then I'll shuffle. Um, for me, I'll just see if something pokes out or flies out. Um, but some people like to kind of fan them out or to pile them up on the on the table and kind of see which ones capture their attention. Everyone reads them differently, but really just depends on the person. So I've got a stack. I think they're angel cards. No, they say, no, they say Gaia Oracle. They're Oracle cards. I'm not sure what the difference is, but like sometimes when I'll get stuck journaling, I'll pull one to yeah. be like, what do I need to hear? What should I kind of work through today? And I swear to God, I keep getting the same freaking card. The same five cards over and over. I mean, there's like a hundred cards. Yeah. It's like the same five. Like, okay, got it. Like, I still clearly need to work through this, you know? And so it's interesting how that works, right? And I actually had my girlfriends pull each pull one and just kind of ask, like, what am I supposed to hear today? And they all, I think most of them, maybe two out of three, were like, whoa, okay, yeah. I kind of needed to read that today, you know, which was really cool and interesting. And it is kind of like, you get out of it what you give to it, right? If you're like not expecting anything to resonate, then it might not, right? Or it probably won't. But I feel like you could always, if anything, it would it would trigger like a journal prompt or something that deserves a little bit of attention because it popped up yeah. for a reason, right? Exactly. It's like, here's your sign. Here's a place to focus. Um, and it's so funny because I do them in every single one of my sessions with my clients, regardless of how in tune they are to their intuition or not. And it'll just be so funny. I'll be trying to help a client with a breakthrough and they're getting it, but they're not 100% there. And then once they see the graphic on the card, they're like, oh my gosh, like it just lands all of a sudden, you know? Oh, really? So funny. It's hilarious. Some people love that visual aspect and the majority of people are visual. So it's a beautiful way to... Um, have access to that. So something I've been asking every guest toward the end of the episode is mm -hmm. what they're currently working on or what their goal or dream or vision is, because I feel like everybody should constantly be moving towards something or having some bigger vision. So do you have one right now? What is it? Yeah, I love this. I think it's just turning up the dial of everything that I've done, um, turning up the volume and creating a bigger ripple effect with all that I do with my coaching. So I'm just really focused on really scaling my impact um, with all the people that I'm meant to serve, with my programs, with all that I offer, the podcast, everything that I have going on. I, I just feel like I've gone through a very initiatory type of season of going inward and integrating a lot and embodying a lot for myself. And I think that that's prepared me to just take everything to the next level and Im impact more people's lives and just create more of a ripple effect. Which oh, is I love that. Oh, that's amazing. I can feel it totally coming off of you. Thank you. you. Amazing my intuition, right? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> so I was thinking, I mean, can we pull a card and, and how would we do it? Would it be just for me or can we do something for like the collective or how, yeah. how have you done it? 
How about we do one for you and then we do one for the collective? Okay. Right. Yeah, that sounds good. So I'm using um, this deck. It's called the Soul's Journey Lesson Cards. Mm-hmm. So maybe I can just send you a link to it so people can see that yeah. visual. Yeah, so I'm just setting the intention and shuffling into the cards where the message is. Okay, I have two cards. The first one is for you, and it's service. I feel good when I can help others. Wow. You can see it? Yeah. So first you have, it's a green card. There's lots of green. There's lots of yellow. So let's focus on that first. So green is your heart space. So how can you serve people from your heart? That's a good question to ponder on. And how can you do so in a really empowering, powerful way, right? Because green is heart chakra, yellow is solar plexus. So how can you feel in your power by serving people from your heart? That's a good question to reflect on. And it's really focusing on how can I serve the most people based on your own personal experience, based on um, your own transformations, your own breakthrough. That's kind of what I'm getting at this. From That's this crazy topic. that you pulled that for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, didn't, you didn't handpick this. I just saw you shuffle, right? Like. That's so crazy. It's so weird how that really resonates. Yeah, because that's exactly what I'm trying to do with this podcast and with the coaching business and, and just trying to help serve as many people I that I know or that, that I can, like, who are coming up a few steps behind me, you know? I, yeah, exactly. I love that. And this is our first time talking to each other physically, so there's no way we're in us. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So then for everyone else, we have fear. I realize that I'm testing my resolve to live in the energy of love. So your podcast is called Confidence Council, right? So it's like, how can you release your fears to become the most confident version of yourself? Because the only thing that's stopping you from becoming the most confident version of yourself is the way that you have your relationship with fear. So often people feel fear and they are like, eh, stuck, pause. Like, that's it. And they stop what they're doing, right? But I really have changed my relationship with fear. I've acknowledged that fear is your friend. Fear is a beautiful compliment because it means that you're in your heart and soul, that there's something big that you're meant to achieve. And your ego is trying to keep you in your safety zone and be comfortable. So taking that lesson um, as a reminder to see your your fears as a compliment and acknowledging and assessing. So based on something that you want, based on the confidence you want to create for yourself, based on a goal that you want to achieve, what are the fears that are holding you back from creating it and really journaling on that and um, consciously letting go of them? Oh, that's so good. And like where there is fear, lean into that because there's a reason for it. It's likely because underneath that fear is like your, your purpose or your why, or like what you're really meant to be doing. So, or, or, a step to into that direction. So that's so powerful. Cause well, Sandra, this has been like, so incredible. I've been like, wow. My, my, I feel like you're such a powerhouse. Oh, the time you. has flown by. It's been really a, such a pleasure. So you have a lot going on. I think people can connect to you in multiple ways. Why don't you share some of those things that, um, and how you serve your clients so that they can connect with you? Oh yeah. So podcast fulfilled female entrepreneur, Then I have Fulfilled Femme Entrepreneur, which is my signature experience to help you to create a fulfilling life and business. So we focus on embodying your fulfilled femme. So the most fulfilled, confident, clear version of yourself. So we focus on six main things, helping you to have the clarity of your path and purpose, 
become your most confident self, tap into your intuition, really become the creator of your life and your destiny, um, captivate the world with your mission, and really helping you to consistently create no matter what's happening on your external world. So it's a six-month experience that I walk people through in a one-on-one capacity to help them to achieve that. So if you feel interested... Um, yeah, connect with me. It would be awesome. I'll link all that in the show notes below. This was so incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Confidence Council podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure you click the follow button so that you're notified every time a new episode drops. If you want more content between episodes, check out the show's Instagram account and website, which will be linked in the show notes for you below. If you're walking away from today's episode feeling more confident or empowered in some way, please share it with a friend or share it on social media so that others can benefit from it too. Thank you again, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye for now.